You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. Why is the campus a strategic location to reach the next generation of leaders? Know more about this message by Carlo Maranan and MJ Pagaduan. Magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. Gusto ko lang pong balikan si Pastor Sani. Pastor Sani, thank you for sharing this stage with me. Uh, uh, para po sa kalaman niyo pong lahat, si Pastor Sani po isa po sa mga mentors po namin mga youth leaders. Uh, na-appreciate ko po every time na may question po kami. Kahit po may ginagawa yan, kakatok lang po kami. Then, tatigil niya po yung ginagawa niya and he would spend time to mentor us. Kaya Pastor Sani, saludo kami sa iyo. Maraming salamat po. Also, I wanna take this time to uh, acknowledge my parents. Mama, nandito sila. <laughs> Okay, uh, gusto mong pasalamat for, ano, for supporting me as I answer the call of God in entering full-time ministry. And thank you for your love and support. I love you. And to my ministry partners, to our ministry partners, marami pong salamat. Alam ko yung iba po sa inyo nandito ngayon. Marami pong salamat for investing in the next generation. We can't imagine doing campus ministry without you. So again, last week po, pinag-usapan po natin yung next generation. Tulad po na sinabi ni Pastor Sunny na it's really a partnership. And tutuloy po lang natin yon this morning. So bago po yan, magpapakita po ako ng mga pictures. Kilala niyo po ba itong picture na to? Sino itong nasa picture na to? Who would have thought na itong guy na to, Mark Zuckerberg, will be the man, the guy behind Facebook. Na Facebook na na-enjoy po nating lahat. Nagsimula po yung pagde-develop niya ng mga website nung nasa Harvard siya, nung studyante pa po siya. And ngayon po, itong mga, isa po sa mga na-develop niyang website ay na-enjoy na po natin sa ngayon. And that is Facebook. Next po. Ayan. Hindi po yan uh, class picture ni na Pastor Sunny. <laughs> Kagraduate pa lang po siya bukas. Pero, ngayon po. Uh, ito po yung mga ilustrados. Mga ilustrados po sila po yung mga nabigyan ng pagkakataon ng mga Pilipino na makapag-aral sa ibang bansa, sa Spain, nung time po nila. And nung nandun po sila, nagkaroon po sila ng ideya, ano bang ibig sabihin ng kalayaan. Doon po nagsimula yung desire nila to experience freedom. Nakita po nila nung panahon po nung nasasako pa po tayo ng mga Kastila, na mayroong parang hindi, hindi tama sa pagpapalakad ng Kastila sa, at, sa ating mga Pilipino. At doon po nagsimula yung idea po ng Philippine independence. At isa po sa mga ilustradong yan ay ang ating pong pambansang bayani na si Jose Rizal. Sunod po. Ayan po, isa sa mga uh, leaders ng Cambodia. Isa po siya sa pinakakilal, revolutionary leaders ng Cambodia. Ang pangalan po niya si Pol Pot. Kung malalaman niyo po, ang, ang nangyari po sa kanya, nag-lead po siya ng isang revolution na nag-cause ng death ng one, around 1.5 million of people. Nung nag-aral po siya sa isa, isang campus, nagkaroon po siya ng communist mindset. And yun po yung dinala niya sa, sa Cambodia. Ang nangyari po, marami pong, ano, marami pong namatay because of that. Kung makikita po natin, whether it is beneficial or destructive, may common po sa tatlong storya pong ito. Nagsimula po ito sa mga kabataan. At nagsimula po ito sa campus. So yun po yung pag-uusapan po natin ngayon, campus. Because the campus, is dito po nagsisimula yung mga ideologies. Yung mga beliefs po, dito po nagsisimula. It's, it's, it's a melting pot of leaders or rebels. So kaya kung titignan po natin, kung wala po tayong gagawin dito, we will miss out on something that God is doing in the lives of these young men and women. Ito po yung strategy na ginagawa po ng every nation as a movement. When we say campus ministry, what we do is we intentionally go to the campus, preaching the gospel to the young people and making them disciples. Can you imagine a great opportunity? Yung iba po sa inyo, isipin nyo po, kung sa campus po kami yung nagpo-focus, paano naman yung mga street children or out-of-school youth? Hindi po namin nila neglect na yung mga grupo po ng mga kabataan na yon 
Pero naniniwala po tayo na mahal sila ng Panginoon at may still may hope pa rin po sila in Christ. And there are other movements that are reaching out to them. It's just that, ito po yung calling na binigay po sa atin ng Panginoon to reach out for the next generation in the campus. Start na po tayo sa ating uh, story. Ang sasagutin po natin ay, why is the campus a strategic place to reach for the next generation? Open po natin yung Bibles natin sa Acts chapter 19, verses 8 to 9. And he entered the synagogue and for three months spoke boldly, reasoning and persuading them about the kingdom of God. But when some become stubborn, and continued in unbelief, speaking evil of the way before the congregation, he withdrew from them and took the disciples with him, reasoning daily in the hall of Theranos. Lord, thank you for today. Lord, I pray that you would open our hearts. Lord, I pray that uh, meron po kami maling perspective when it comes to the next generation, Lord, you exchange it on how you see them. And Lord, I pray, magkakaroon po kami ng focus this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Marina po tayo mo po. Okay, yung text po na binasa po natin, it's about Paul. Paul po is a known as a missionary. Ang ginawa niya po, uh, nagpipreach po siya ng gospel into different cities. Kung kalala niyo po si Paul, si Paul po ay dating sikat po siya na persecutor ng Christian. Yes po, hindi po kayo naka- nagkamali ng dinig. Bago po siya nagpreach ng gospel sa iba't ibang tao, ang ginagawa niya po, pinapapatay niya po yung mga Kristiyanong nakikilala niya. But because of an encounter with God, an encounter with God that changed his life forever, ito na po yung nang- nagyari. Ang ginagawa niya na po, nagpipreach na po siya sa iba't ibang city at ito po yung isa po sa napuntahan niya. Ang city na po ito ay yung Ephesus. Yan po yung Ephesus po nandito po siya sa part na to. So meron po tayong uh, namumuong pagkulog at pagkidlat. <laughs> nandito po, katab- para po siyang port. Uh, it's a port city. So ito na po yung modern day niya. Yan, nasa Turkey po siya. Yung Ephesus it's a port city. Nung time po nila marami po dito para siyang commercialized center. Parang Metro Manila ng ng Philippines. Ang daming transaction na nagagana. People come in and people go. And hindi po natin alam kung may traffic din po sila na na-experience. Pero one thing we know is for sure that marami pong taong nagpupunta dito sa Ephesus. Continuing with our story, in verse 8 and 9, sinabi po doon, nung nagpunta po si Paul sa Ephesus, ang una niya pong pinuntahan ay yung synagogue. Synagogue doon po siya nag-preach ng gospel for three months. It just so happened po na mayroong mga tao na hindi ayaw maniwala doon sa pinipreach niya. May, may mga nire-reject. Nire-reject nila yung, yung, yung message na, na share ni Paul. Kaya ang ginawa niya po, lumipat po siya sa Hall of Tyrannus. Ano ba yung Hall of Tyrannus? Uh, Doon po sa Hall of Tyrannus, ito po, it is believed by, by the scholars na dito po nagtitipon-tipon yung mga tao during their leisure time to talk about anything. They exchange ideas, dito nila pinag-uusapan yung mga breakthrough, new studies, and it is believed na ginamit po to ni Paul na opportunity na instead of magpahinga, pero to preach the gospel to these people. And ang picture po nun ngayon ay yung campus natin. So yan, balikan po natin yung, yung verse. And then, sinabi po natin kanina na yun yung po yung picture ng campus, yung, meron, yung Hall of Tyrannus. And ano po bang meron dun sa campus? Dun po sa campus, meron po tayong unique openness. When we say unique openness, our people in the campus are exposed to a lot of belief, ideologies, and philosophies. Imagine nyo po, Lahat ng iba't-ibang uri ng tao, mayaman, may kaya, iba't-ibang from different families, dun po sila nag-meet. And imagine, dun po sila na-expose. Yung time na po ng life natin na yon, I believe nakaka-relate kayo kasi lahat po tayo dumaan sa pagkabata, di ba very curious po tayo sa mga gusto nating malaman, gusto po nating matuto ng mga bagong bagay. Kasi po, yung young people, para po silang sponge. Not that kind of sponge, but this. 
Ayan. Uh, sponge, parang anything po na ma-expose sila, i-absorb po nila. Dumating po tayo sa point na ngayon, ako ano yung makita natin, yun yung gagayahin natin. And kung mapapansin nyo po ngayon, pag pumunta po kayo sa media natin, sa social media, most of uh, the subscriber or yung viewers na tumatangkilik sa mga pinapalabas ngayon ay mga young people. Ilang young people ang part ng Aldab Nation, di ba? Napanood nyo ba kahapon? Sabi daw po nila, yung mahaba pong table na yun, ay yun yung plywood na nag-disguise. Going back to the preaching, when they expose in the campus, marami pong values and influences na pwede silang marinig. And dito po papasok yung values na tinuturo natin sa bahay. This is the picture of my family. Uh, lima po kaming magkakapatid, then ako po yung panganay. I'm just very thankful to my parents for uh, teaching me uh, values in my life na hanggang ngayon daladala ko. Ang natutunan ko po kay Papa is yung, uh, yung hard work na in giving my best in everything that I do. Na when nung nag-aral po ako ng college and nung high school, talagang tinuro niya po sa akin na kailangan kong gawin yung best ko. Hanggang sa ngayon po, nadadala ko po siya na being excellent in everything that I do. And yung kay mama po, yung kay mama yung power po ng prayer. Nandito po ako ngayon sa inyong harapan kasi produkto po ako ng prayer ng aking nanay. Yeah, gusto ko pong magpasalamat sa kanila and because of their continued support in helping me as a campus missionary. Recently, meron pong dalawang tao na nag-express ng intention to run that 2016 presidential race that went to the campus. So kung nabalitaan nyo po yun, yun po yun, di ba? Kung makikita nyo po, ito yung strategy na ginagawa na ng mundo. Ito na po yung strategy na ginagawa ng iba't ibang uri ng tao because they know that the power when they reach yung, yung campus, yung young people, it's a proof that yung young people are very open. And going back to the story, I believe na just like us, ang message po na sinishare ni Paul ay yung gospel. The same gospel that changed each and every one of us here. Naniniwala po ako na yung mga tao sa Tiranos nung time na yon na-capture sila nung gospel. Hindi, da- hindi lang dahil it's a new idea. Because something in their inner being was captured by the gospel. And the same thing with our young people today. Yung mga sudyante po natin ngayon, hindi lang po sila nasa campus para maghanap po ng bagong kaalaman. Nandun din po sila. There are longing for love, for acceptance, for approval, because every student has a story. Ito po yung natutunan ko while doing campus ministry. Sometimes, it's easy for us to judge our young people nowadays. Ah, wala yung kwenta. Puro dota lang yan. Lagi lang yung pabebe. Wala makakapigil dyan. But you know what? I just realized na lahat po sila may, may, may kwento na kailangan lang po natin mapakinggan. Every time po that you see a student changing from one relationship to the other, paano po natin sila nakikita? Nakikita po ba natin sila ng mga flirt? Or do we see them as people longing for love and acceptance na hindi po nila nakikita sa bahay? If you see a young people na ayaw niya pong umuwi ng bahay, mas gusto niya magstay kasama yung mga kaibigan niya, paano po natin sila nakikita? Do we see them as rebels? Or do we see them as people na just emotionally exhausted sa mga araw-araw na naririnig nila na hindi magaganda sa kanilang mga tahanan? When you hear of a story of a young student who committed suicide because of a failing grade, paano po natin sila nakikita? Do we see them as failures? Or do we see them na mga tao lang na hindi na kinayanan yung pressure to perform na dahil gusto ng mga tao na nakapaligid sa kanila, perfect sila? These are just some of the stories that we, we've been hearing in while doing campus ministry. And it really breaks our heart to hear these stories. But you know what? Thank God that there's this message that we know that this will be the answer to their every problem. That's why every time po na, nakapag, na, na meron po akong privilege na makapag-share ng gospel, nagpapasalamat po talaga ako kay God because we know that 
Yes, knowing that our country is a Christian country. Pero alam niyo po, ang kailangan po ng mga sudyante po natin ngayon, hindi po religion. They need a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because in that relationship in Jesus Christ, it is where they find their purpose in God. It is where in that relationship in God, nakikita po nila yung identity nila. It is through that relationship in Jesus Christ, nagkakaroon po sila ng eternal relationship with God. And when we have the given the privilege to speak to them, the gospel, at kapag na-encounter po nila si Jesus through that message, then, I'm very excited. I'm just looking forward for that day na darating ng mga, yung, mga estudyante po natin sa campus na they will not settle for any cheap relationship because they know that God values them. That they will keep trusting God despite mayroong mga problema pagdating sa finances because they know that God is their provider. That they will excel in their academics because they know that when they excel in their academics, they're bringing glory to God. And they're living their purpose in God. Kasi alam nila na God is the one who created them. These are the young people that we are reaching out right now. And I'm very excited to week in, week out na magkakamit kami ng mga sadyante because there's just, just an openness na meron po sila. And just like what happened to Paul, yes, meron po siya na, na experience sa mga resistance sa synagogue, but it didn't stop him. So ang ginawa po niya, naghanap po siya. Naghanap po siya ng people that who would listen to him. And nakita niya po yun sa Hall of Tyrannos. The same thing po. Maybe uh, we tried sharing the gospel, pero na-reject po tayo. Hindi po tayo mawawala ng place na pagsasharean po ng gospel na open for that. And isa po doon is yung campus. Continuing with the story, meron din pong unimaginable impact. Because it says in verse 10, This continued for two years so that all residents of Asia heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. So, after po niya nagpunta sa Hall of Tyrannus, si, si Paul po, kinuntinyo po yung preaching ng gospel. Imagine, for two years, sabi po ito, daily, reasoning the gospel. Hindi po siya napagod na mag-preach ng gospel for two years. At nakita po natin yung res- resulta. Na the word of the Lord, umabot po siya sa buong province ng Asia. Ito po yung impact na nangyayari kapag pinipreach po natin yung gospel. I'm not sure if Paul, nakita niya na po to in mind na, da, na darating na buong Asia makakilala sa, sa gospel ni God. But one thing we know is for sure that the gospel didn't remain in the halls of Tyrannus. It expanded to the province of Asia. Talking about impact, isa po sa mga pinaka mabilis ko naiisip when, when it comes to impact, every time I see a young people, is through their family. Their windows to their family. I remember a story of RJ Esposo. Si RJ po, isa po siya sa mga campus students na na-reach out natin nung 2008 in a life workshop. Kag-victory group ko na po siya ngayon and last year po we are praying na makasama niya po yung parents niya dito sa victory. And ang galing lang po na mag-answer ni God na kahit minsan na-reject siya, na in-invite niya pa ulit-ulit pero minsan hindi sumasama. Pero after last year, nakasama na po niya yung parents niya, yung parents niya dito sa victory. So talagang nag-move po si God na yung mga sudyante hindi lang po sila yung nakakilala kay God na ginagamit din po sila ni God para ma-introduce din po si God dun sa mga family members nila. And interestingly, si RJ po hindi lang po siya a good testimony sa kanyang family. He's also a, a picture of a, a possible great impact ng campus ministry. Tulad nga po na sinabi natin, na-reach out po natin siya no, when he was high school in Muntinlupa Science High School. Meron po bang mga taga-Munsay dito na nag-graduate? Ayun, meron tayo doon. Um, nag-graduate po siya doon ay nakapag-aral po siya sa UP Diliman, uh, 
yun lang, nakapasa siya ng UP Dalaman, BS Community Nutrition, and then nag-aral po siya sa UP, then kahit nag-aral po siya sa UP, nag-volunteer po siya dito sa atin sa Alabang. He's one of the fruitful, one of our fruitful leaders po dito sa Victory na kahit po yung mga quality ng leaders na nanonerase up niya, talagang kakaiba po. And I remember, siya po kasi nung time na yon naging student uh, council president siya. And yung na-disciple niya po ay yung next student council president. So imagine, ganun yung, ganun yung influence na meron, na meron si RJ. And after niya pong mag-graduate sa UP Diliman, ano lang naman po siya, uh, normal lang po siyang sudyante, kung laude lang naman siya, Diba, you know, yung mga galawang RJ. Cum laude po, nakapagtapos po si RJ ng cum laude. At hindi lang po yon after the board exam. Siya po yung nag-top one. Number one board exam sa buong Pilipinas. Nung, nung nalaman namin ito, we're celebrating with him because grabe lang nakita namin yung kung paano nag-work si God sa life niya in every season of his life. And right now po, he's working in the National Nutrition Council. Ang ginagawa niya po doon, Yan, he's representing the, the council and siya po yung mga pinapadala sa, sa iba't ibang guesting sa media to talk about health. Diba? And I remember, meron siyang desire to be, who, parang imagine niyo what if kung siya na yung magiging next DOH secretary? Ano yung impact na magagawa niya sa ating nation? And maraming RJ sa campus. All we need to do is to identify them. Identify them and disciple them and believe in them. Next story, there's a picture of uh, group of students sa uh, Sapats. If you're familiar po doon, sa Paranaque po ito, um, nagsimula po ito nung may nakilala po akong estudyante dito, dito rin, dito sa Victory, I think it's 11 a.m. service. Ang pangalan niya po si Jester. Si Jester po, nung time na na-meet ko siya, he's a fourth-year uh, engineer, aeronautical engineering student. Nung time na po yon, so actually, ano lang siya eh, uh, parang relax lang, chillax lang, so parang sabi ko, okay to, mabait, wala kang problema. <laughs> Hindi ko ito siya pababalamahin. So yun, nag-wantawan kami. Then, doon kilala niya na po si God, after po nung nag-undergo siya ng discipleship, mas, kumbaga na-rekindle yung fire, na mas naging passionate siya ulit in, in reaching, in sharing the gospel. And one day, pinag-usap po kami, na gusto niyang magkaroon ng campus ministry sa school nila. And yun nga po, doon na po nagsimula yung lahat, na yun po, na-invite niya na po yung mga classmates niya, na on his last year, yun po yung ginawa niya, nag- Nag-one-to-one siya, nag, he faithfully reached out to his classmates, and ngayon po, kahit wala na po siya sa, sa PATS, graduate na po siya. Pag-pray po natin siya, mag-e-exam po siya this November, hopefully mag-top one din. Meron pa rin po tayong existing victory group dun sa campus na po yun. Actually, ito po ay isa lang po sa mga, camp, sa mga victory groups na nagaganap dun po sa PATS. And I'm just very excited to see this uh, young men to fulfill the calling that God has given them. Knowing na Sidyante pa lang sila. Pero darating yung time na pag nagkar- nilagay na po sila ni God sa position of influence, we can never imagine yung impact na magagawa nila. I wanna call uh, one of our leaders. Ito, ano din, I'm very excited to introduce this guy. This guy is very passionate when it comes to preaching. Actually, mas magaling pa sa akin to eh. That's why, gustong-gusto ko, ko na siyang marinig nyo. So, he's one of the uh, campus leaders na meron tayo ngayon. Tawagin ko na, MJ. Alright. Magandang umaga po. Ako po si MJ Pagaduan. Uh, studyante po ng College of St. Benil. Third year film student po. Bachelor of Arts in Digital Filmmaking po yung course ko. So, ayun po. Uh, I agree with what Kuya Carlos said. Pero isa pa pong reason kung bakit kailangan natin i-reach out yung campus. Kasi po, napakaraming boses na naririnig ng mga estudyante sa campus. Totoo po yan. Ako po, ang dami ko pong naririnig na boses sa campus. At yung mga boses po na yun sinasabi na, 
Totoo ba yung God mo? Huwag ka na maniwala dyan sa God mo. Maniwala ka na lang dito sa ideology na to, sa philosophy na to. O di kaya naman, Kristiyano ka? Korni mo naman. So hindi ka umiinom. Hindi ka nag-iyosi. Korni mo. Or pwedeng, virgin? Virgin ka pa? Yuck, lalaki ka ba? So yung mga boses po na yun, kapag hindi po, na, hindi po tayo nag-share ng gospel, yun po ang paniniwalaan nila. At isa pa pong, downside ng hindi pag-share ng gospel, eh, may isa pa pong boses na naririnig ang mga estudyante. Ang boses po ng enemy. Ang boses ng demonyo na binubulungan sila na hanggang dyan ka na lang. You're not good enough. You're mediocre. Walang nagmamahal sa'yo. Yung identity issue mo, ganyan ka na lang. Accept mo na yan. Your depression, hindi ka na makakalabas dyan. And we know that those are lies. Pero pag hindi nila alam yung truth, they will grow up and die believing that ganun na lang sila. And hindi naman totoo yun eh. They have a way out of that problem. We know that the gospel can change their lives. Gaya nga ng sinabi ni Kuya Carlo kanina, si Paul po, yung buhay niya dati, before he became a Christian, grabe, pumapatay siya ng Kristiyano. Kaya po nasabi niya to, Romans 1 verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Grabe po yung radical change na naganap sa buhay ni Paul. Imagine niyo po na dating pumapatay ng Kristiyano, ngayon siya na yung nagpapalaganap ng Christianity and he is now known as one of the best missionaries the world has, e- has ever seen. O- that, that was only possible because of the gospel. Because the gospel can change lives and it will change the lives of a million more students out there. And ako po personally, I can agree to that kasi ako rin po, nabago din po ako ng gospel. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home po. Uh, parents ko, both Christians. So, bata pa lang po ako, inintroduce na nila sa akin si Jesus, yung ginawa niya, ganyan-ganyan. Pero, as I grew up, na-realize ko that the God I was serving was not God at all. I was serving myself. I was the God of my own self. Basically, I wanted people to to worship me. Gusto kong makita nila ako as someone who's cool. I want them to love me, accept me, and adore me. So I did things para i-please ko sila. Naging people pleaser po ako. Kung anong in, kung anong uso, para hindi ako ma-left out gagawin ko. So I tried drinking, I tried partying, I tried to look for pleasure in, in relationships. Pero at the end of the day, parang may kulang pa rin. Bakit ganun yung hinahanap ko? Hindi ko, ma- hindi ko makita yung void ng heart ko nandun pa rin. And syempre po, since I was the God of myself, ako yung nagko-control ng kotse ng buhay ko. Pero ironically, habang nagda-drive ako, nagkandaligaw-ligaw po yung buhay ko. Nawala ng direction yung life ko. And nawala na ako ng purpose. Parang there was a time where I wanted to kill myself. Kasi po, uh, before ako lumipat ng binild, dati po akong taga De La Salle University. And bumagsak po ako ng tatlong subjects in one term, in one trimester. And feeling ko po nun sobrang walang kwenta kong tao, na wala na magmamahal sa akin, wala nang tatanggap sa akin kasi wala akong kwenta. Pero that changed in the summer of 2013 during Ignite. Yung Ignite po is a campus conference wherein uh, yung mga students po all over Asia gather. Doon ko po na finally naintindihan kung ano ba talaga yung gospel na naririnig ko nung bata pa ako. Doon ko po na na-encounter na yung love ni Jesus na kahit na pinalitan ko yung buhay, yung place niya sa buhay ko with myself, pinili pa rin niyang mahalin ako at tanggapin ako bilang anak niya as if nothing happened. Grabe yung pagmamahal niya na kahit ganun ako, kahit na nung bata pa lang kilala ko siya, pero tinatakbuhan ko siya, tinanggap pa rin niya ako at sinabi niyang mahal kita anak. Kay Jesus ko lang pala mahanap lahat ng hinahanap ko sa mga tao nun. Jesus gave me the love, acceptance, and adoration that I was looking for in people. 
Now, I no longer live for myself, but I am living for the gospel of Jesus. I want the world to know that there is a God who loves you. There is a God who died for you. And there is a God who is giving, willing to give His life for you. So yung directionless life ko po, finally had purpose and meaning. Now I know what I was born to do. I am born to preach the gospel to, the, to people. And I'm also living to, to make movies. Kasi po, I, I'm an aspire, aspiring director. So now I know that I am born to make movies, not only to make money, pero movies that will inspire people, movies that will spark change inside people. So, uh, after din po ng encounter ko kay Jesus in 2013, uh, the Holy Spirit also enabled me to be compassionate to preach the gospel to my friends. Kasi dati po, nag-share naman ako sa friends ko, pero just because I thought it's an, it's an obligation, kasi nga po, church kid ako, lumakaw sa kids share, so parang everyone was expecting me to do that. Hindi ko gusto, pero ginagawa ko. Pero after po, after ko ma-receive yung power ng Holy Spirit, naging natural na lang po, naging overflow na lang. Kasi gusto ko maramdaman din ng friends ko yung naramdaman kong love kay Jesus. Gusto ko malaman nila kung gano'n sila kamahal ni Jesus. And so, kahit sa maliit na bagay lang, gusto kong ipasok si Jesus sa conversation. So after a few years of, couple of years of praying and sharing to my friends, Last Ignite 2015, so 2013 po ako nag-turning point. So two years after Ignite 2015, last June, I invited two of my friends, and both of them accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And na- sinasabi po nila sa akin na first time nila maka-experience ng ganong love, sobrang na-overwhelm sila. And one of my friends was a former atheist. Sinabi po niya, sinasabi po niya na God is not real, parang walang proof. Pero nung Ignite, God proved Himself to her. Sinabi, kinausap daw po siya ni God noon, sabi ni God, audible daw po yung voice, sabi ni God, anak, tanggap kita, anak, tanggap kita, anak, tanggap kita. And immediately after Ignite, she texted her mom, she texted her best friend, she texted her uh, friends, na sinasabi na, totoo si Jesus, na-experience at na-encounter ko yung love niya. So, my friends and I experience what the gospel is, that's why our lives were changed. So just like us, marami pa pong ibang studyante who are in dire need to hear the gospel. Nagiintay po sila ng solusyon sa kanilang problema. They are in dire need to hear the gospel. They need to know what Jesus did. They need to know that the God of the heavens and the earth, the God of the universe, the God that is so big, came down here on earth, took our wretched form and told us, Anak, ikaw dapat yan eh, ikaw dapat. Pero sobrang pagmamahal ko sa'yo, hindi, hindi ko kaya makita kang masaktan. So ako na lang, ako na lang yung magpapapako sa cross instead of you because that's how much I love you. Jesus endured the cross, endured the pain, endured suffering, endured all the shame just to, for us to have life. Ibinigay po niya yung buhay niya para po tayo yung magkabuhay. Grabe po yung pagmamahal niya at kailangan po malaman ng mga tao yun. How many people can tell you that I died for you? May mga tao po nagbibigay ng pangako na I'm willing to die for you or mamamatay ako para sa'yo. Pero those are just false promises. Si Jesus po hindi lang nangako, pinatunayan na niya sa cross when He died on the cross. So si Jesus lang po yung mga pagsasabing, I died for you because I love you. Pero the good news is, He did not only die. He rose up again on the third day, defeating death, defeating sin, defeating shame, defeating all our struggles. Now we have freedom. Now we have victory. Now we have life. So, students need to know that there is a God who loves them. So, para hindi na nila kung saan-saan hinahanap yung love na yun. The students need to hear the gospel, not only so that they can have new and restored lives, not only so that they can reach out to their families, but also for them to have a positive impact in our country. The future president is in the campus. 
future senators in the campus, future mayors, future congressmen, future governors nasa campus, future artists, future athletes, future directors, lahat po nasa campus. So imagine niyo po yung future leaders natin who are not following, hindi nila inuuna yung sarili nila, pero inuuna nila kung ano yung gusto ni God. At hindi lang nila basta inuuna yung sinasabi ni God, pero pinipreach pa nila yung gospel through their position. They're using their platform, hindi para pasikatin yung sarili nila, pero para pasikatin si Jesus. And imagine a future na kung saan yung mga directors gagawa ng movies, hindi lang para kumita, pero para maka-inspire ng tao. Imagine the Filipino movie industry na hindi na basta puro kabit-kabit lang yung mga kwento. Kasi nakakasawa na yun. Wala na bang iba? So imagine that future. Imagine that. Ang ganda po, di ba? Pero if we don't act now, wala pong mangyayari. Wala pong pagbabago. Baka mas lumala pa po yung condition ng country natin. So that future seems impossible, but how many of you be here believe that there's nothing impossible with God? So ayun po, uh, let us act now. The campus need our collective effort. Kasi po, I strongly believe na, na hindi lang po sila Kuya Carlo at yung rest ng campus missionaries ang may call to reach out sa, sa campus. I believe that lahat po tayo may part to play. Lahat po tayo may role para, ish, para mag-share sa campus. We are all called to reach out to the campuses. So before I end po, ito po yung pinaka gusto ko pong maalala ninyo. Together, let us act now and preach the gospel to the campus because that's where the future of our country is. Thank Back you, Kuya Carlo. Wow. You just had a glimpse of the leaders yung nire-raise po natin ngayon. Basta pag nag-movie si MJ, anood po tayo lahat, 9 a.m. service. <laughs> Again, great job. Great job, MJ. So proud of you. And going back to the preaching, yun po yung sinasabi niya, yung impact po na meron yung mga next generation. Na we don't see them as who they are now, but who they, who they will be in the future. And I'll pakita ko lang po yung picture na to. This is a picture of me. Kinuha, hindi ko po to alam na pinicturean pala ako nung isa namin campus missionary. Nandito po ako sa ano, sa Muntinlupa National High School. Nung time na to, may kausap po akong estudyante na na taga MNHS. Kung hindi niyo po maitatanong, I graduated po dito sa same campus na to. And uh itong time na po to, ini-engage ko siya for one to one. And while looking at this picture, I was reminded of yung faithfulness ng sa buhay ko. I was uh kung may, kung hindi niyo po maitatanong ako po, ay producer rin po ng campus ministry. Katulad po ng taon, third year, dun ko po nakilala si God. When I see this picture, I see God's faithfulness na gagamitin ako ni God to change another person. Yung picture na, Lord, who am I? Who am I? Lord, di naman ako perfect nung bata ako. Ang dami ko rin ginawang kalokohan. But I was just changed by the gospel. And now that I'm used by God to change the lives of other students as well. And this is the, uh, the privilege na masasabi ko na, Lord, I love my job. Thank you. Thank you, God, for allowing me to see lives change right before my very eyes. Ito rin po yung reason kung bakit ako nag, nag-answer ng call into full-time ministry. To see a life of a student change from hopelessness na ngayon may hope. Na dati walang, na walang purpose, na ngayon merong purpose. Ito po yung nakikita namin every single time na kahit minsan... Uh, medyo makulit talaga pero yung pag nakita nyo na po yung transform lab eto na po yung babalik na God thank you eto yung design mo sa kanya eto yung gusto mo sa mga kabataan na may 
na makilala ka na magtiwala sila sa iyo. Talking about uh, this generation, let me leave you with this. It is better to build them now than to repair them tomorrow. It is better to build them now than to repair them tomorrow. Maybe for some of us, nakita natin, ah, bata pa naman yan. Wala, wala pa silang, walang, walang mangyayari sa kanila. But you know what? Ayaw po natin dumating yung time na darating po tayo in a society that we would repair corrupt officials. Ayaw po natin na darating yung time na our society would be filled na magre-repair po tayo ng mga husbands na hindi faithful or ng mga spouses na hindi faithful. Ayaw po natin na mag-repair tayo ng mga tao sa society na wala ng pag-asa, na wala na silang, na feeling nila wala silang purpose. And the, the best way to build them now through the gospel of Jesus Christ is when we start at the campus. So I just, I just want to challenge uh, a few group of people here. Um, if you're a parent, again, uh, thank you. Thank you po for for believing in the next generation. Thank you for, for loving them, for supporting them, for uh, sending them to church. Uh, but as campus missionaries, uh, we can only do so much. Indeed, it is a partnership that we need na kailangan po nating pagtulungan. Na yung values po nagsisimula, yung values po, yung pagdidisciple nagsisimula po sa bahay. Kaya, um, this is, this, uh, baga, I, 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 gusto po humingi ng tulong sa lahat ng parents na pagtulungan po natin na erase up po yung mga uh, young people natin. And maybe for some of you, wala pa kayong anak for single or young professional, this may challenge for you. Are you someone worth emulating? Nakapag nakita po ba tayo ng young generation? Ay, gusto ko, gusto kong gayahin si kuya, gusto kong gayahin si ate. Are our actions uh, worth modeling by the, by the young generation? And for the students, for all the students here in this service, always remember that God has a great plan for you. That God showed His love for you, that He's be very willing to give His Son for you. So don't lose hope. In Christ, there's hope. May pag-asa kayo. And maybe for some of you, you've been attending the church and yeah, okay na kayo doon. But let me challenge you. Yung mga classmates nyo, hindi pa nila kilala si God. Yung mga klase nyo, katulad nyo dati, needing, needing of a Savior. And it's about time that you step out in faith. I want to challenge you. Step out in faith. Share the gospel. Share the love that you have experienced to them. So again, it's better to build them now than to repair them tomorrow. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for, Lord, are reminding us of your heart to the next generation. Lord, we repent at times the... Lord, we've, we've seen the next generation na, uh, Lord, hindi kung paano mo sila tinitignan. But Lord, thank you that this is an opportunity, God, that you would give us a new mindset, a new perspective. Lord, I pray that you would impart your heart to us when we see the next generation. And Lord, thank you for all the parents. Lord, I pray that you will give them the grace to be a good model to their children. And Lord, I pray that you will, that you will remind them to teach the, the godly ways to their, to their children. And Lord, I pray for the young people here. Lord, Holy Spirit, I pray that you will empower them to be effective witnesses to, to whatever campus they are in. And Lord, we just continue to commit to you everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. 
Thank you and stay connected.